0: This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Uh, Welcome back. 403-974-8255. So the sentencing hearing for Corey and Cody Many Shots resumed today in this horrific rape case from uh, 2014. This young Calgary woman was basically kidnapped from a bus stop assaulted, raped in an alley, then taken to a home and was assaulted, raped even further there. I mean, it's just, it's horrific. I mean, the Crown prosecutor in this case has even said it's it's one of the worst he's ever seen, one of the worst cases. Now, the Crown had been pushing for a 12-year sentence. The defense had been suggesting that maybe six years was more appropriate. But now, all of a sudden, that's all up in the air. Remember, these two pleaded guilty in this case back in October of 2015. But now the prospect of a not criminally responsible finding has been raised. Because today in court, we learned about the results of some testing that has found that these two brothers have FASD, fetal alcohol syndrome. So what does that all mean? Uh, Joining us for the latest, someone who's been covering this case right from the get-go, Nancy Hicks, court reporter with Global News. Nancy, thanks for joining us here this afternoon.
1: Thanks so much for having me.
0: All right. Well, this is an interesting case because they've been convicted in this crime. But now are we going to go through a conversation around whether they are not criminally responsible?
1: Yeah. And I mean, they pleaded guilty uh, in October of 2015. So we're well into the uh, sentencing phase. The Sentencing submissions have already been uh, made partially by defense. And uh, the Crown has already made their submissions as well. But defense said that they just didn't realize at the time that, Uh, Fetal alcohol spectrum disorder was possibly an issue in this case. And that's what's happened now. At the last uh, court appearance, it was ordered that they be sent for genetic testing that could confirm if they had FASD. And so in that time period between the last uh, court appearance and now, uh, it has been confirmed that both Corey and Cody, many shots uh, have Fetal alcohol spectrum disorder, FASD. And so uh, the next step uh, is they've been ordered to undergo a further psychiatric assessment at the Southern Alberta Forensic Psychiatry Center. Uh, and it's a specific assessment to determine if they are not criminally responsible. So that's changed the course of the sentencing uh, hearing right now. And and depending on what happens, uh, they will have to look at potentially having a hearing to determine... If in fact they would be found not criminally responsible in this case, so it's it's become uh, a lot more complicated. And uh, you know, court heard today that the mother of the Many Shots brothers was heavily intoxicated throughout both of the pre- pregnancies.
0: Okay, so this is this is significant. So this could potentially then undo those those guilty plays.
1: Uh, yeah it sounds it sounds like it's going to be a little bit uh, complicated I don't think anyone is denying what happened you know uh, his defense lawyer uh, Alan Hefner spoke to us today I think that they are admitting the facts in this case what is going to be at play is are they criminally responsible for their actions um, you know hepner said today uh, in court that he believes that these uh, the many shots brothers have falling through the cracks of life, and he said because of their FASD that they have uh, some serious issues with communication. You know, um, their speech, their ability to communicate. Um, so he says that it will come down to their moral blameworthiness, and uh, so that could impact whether they're sent to, you know, a prison or maybe they're sent to a psychiatric facility. So uh, a lot will depend on what happens in these reports and after these reports uh it will then be determined if they would have to have a hearing to determine the next steps as right. well
0: because initially i think uh mr hepner the defense attorney was was introducing the prospect of fasd as maybe a mitigating factor in terms of determining his sentence the crown had been pushing for 12 years uh he was looking for much less than that was that was that originally his his argument that that was a, a
1: mitigating factor it had been brought up that FASD was, was potentially an issue at the pre-sentencing reports and I, it's my understanding also in the Gladue reports that took place, but I, I don't think anyone at court, including the lawyers or the Crown or the judge, they really know the extent uh, of the FASD until they got these genetic testing reports back and now they will need to have the psychiatrist determine what impact that, that would have on Did they know what they were doing uh, at the time?
0: Right, because uh, the presence of FASD is not necessarily enough to to warrant an automatic finding of not criminally responsible in any given case. There are a lot of specific circumstances that that need to come into play in each case, right?
1: Yeah, and Alan Hefner is saying, uh, you know, both of them have a very severe cases he's saying that this is a uh, very very severe um the crown told us today that there's two options that could be looked at so after this happens uh would they be found cr- not criminally responsible on account of a mental disorder um or you know after these uh psychiatric tests they could come back and say that ncr is not an issue and then they would proceed to sentencing the crown has submitted that this is not going to impact what he's asking for uh, for a sentence, and he has said that this is one of the most horrific cases that he's ever um, he's ever been on. And he said that you know for the crown it comes down to the protection of the public. So he has previously submitted that he would be asking for 12 years minus credit for time served for each of these uh, uh, brothers. Uh, previously, Cody's lawyer, and that's Alan Hefner. He has submitted. Six year, a six-year sentence minus credit for time already served. Uh, and then the uh, Corey's lawyer has said that time served plus two years. So um, they've already made these submissions, but all of that could very well be out the window depending on what these psychiatric tests say. Um, and Alan Hefner had also commented today that maybe it's not going to be appropriate for them to go to a prison setting. Maybe it is that they need to go to a psychiatric facility.
0: Well, and I mean, yeah, the big concern is, though, obviously, that, that the argument here seems to be that they do pose a threat as a result of this condition. So certainly public safety is going to have to be paramount to whatever decision is, is undertaken here. So I guess we'll we'll learn more by the end of the month is what we, we're hearing.
1: Yeah, and I think it's going to be interesting to – it's always interesting to see what the public reaction is to this. I mean, I just posted a story on globalnews.ca to – to let people know about these latest developments. And, you know, NCR is not very well understood, you know, at the best right. of times. So this is throwing, this is a very disturbing case. Like, these details in this case are, are horrific. Like, I don't, I don't know how, how else you can say it. So, of course, there's a huge concern about public safety and what this could mean for any kind of sentencing.
0: Yeah, indeed. All right, well, Nancy, thanks so much for the update here. Appreciate this. Thanks. All right, there you go. Nancy Hicks, crime reporter with Global News, globalnews.ca. So she's been following this. Uh, So that is indeed a a concerning twist in this story. Now all of a sudden, uh, the talk of sentencing them to 12 years or six years or somewhere in between, maybe that's now out the window. Let me play for you just a couple of clips here. This is uh, Crown Prosecutor Jonathan Hack speaking today. The two options would be not criminally responsible on account of mental disorder, in which case we would have a hearing on that very issue, or they would come back and say that NCR is not an issue, and then we proceed to sentencing. Okay, so that's basically where we're at. Once this comes back at the end of the month, this is defense lawyer Alan Hepner.
1: The FAS, Alcohol Syndrome Disorder, is huge. It impacts their cognitive abilities, their speech, their learning, their ability to communicate impacts everything. And it's so far on the continuum of FASD that, you know, it's on that NCR continuum and I think it has to be explored. I think you can't, a judge and he agreed can't really do a proper sentencing without having all the information.
0: Okay, so that's where we're at. Now again, these guys pleaded guilty back in 2015. So it's interesting that now we're we're, we're suddenly here. I mean, obviously, we know what fetal alcohol syndrome is. We know what it can do. We know how it affects the cognitive abilities of people, right? So this is all known. So it's not as though they've invented this or they're making this up. Uh, This is something that's real. It's something that obviously impacts their lives and and the choices they make. And no doubt played a role in in what what happened to them and what, what they did to this woman. But does that mean they're not criminally responsible? I don't know that it automatically puts us there. Right? And nor should it be automatic. You got to look at the the merits of each case. You got to look at each individual in the situation. But I think what's clear, though, if everybody involved is conceding that they did this, and I don't know that we need to go through all the facts of the case, but suffice to say, it was pretty horrific. And had this woman not escaped, she would surely be dead that these two represent a considerable threat to public safety. So if they need treatment, I think there's going to be some sympathy at some level from the public that these people need help. But the notion that they could be walking the streets again anytime soon is terrifying, and rightly so, because we know what happened here. So I think as long as public safety remains at the forefront of any decision that's rendered here, that will help alleviate some of the anger that's bound to be there. Of all of a sudden the conviction, the guilty pleas are thrown out. These two should not be walking the streets. And if they are, anytime soon, the public has a right to be very, very concerned. So, to that end, I, I think... Today's development should worry us. 403-974-8255 is a number here today. We have a lot more still to come. It is time now, though, for great ideas brought to you by Park2Go Value Valet. No need to search for an empty parking spot with door-to-door drop-and-go valet service. Reserve and save at park2go.ca. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.